You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. So we're going to try a game called Alphabet right now. Uh, And this is going to be with Audrey and Carolyn. And their job is to have a scene, but every line of the scene must begin with the next uh, letter of the alphabet. So, you know, if it was like, all right, everybody, you you ready to have a good time? The next person might be like, but I don't want to have a good time and go back to see, you know, can we just, and so on and so forth. So <clears throat> they're going to be doing that scene, but they're going to need some sort of a suggestion, Scott. So um, for you, uh, well, I'll let you give me a word to get started. Uh, can it be a small phrase? Sure. If that's what, I mean, you're definitely going to throw us for a loop, sure. And okay. that is definitely going to be original. Now, whatever you say, they're going to use whatever inspires them from that. It's not going to literally. So what do we got? Two people looking at the world's ugliest Christmas tree at a party. Okay, so ugly Christmas tree I'm going to take yep. for that, just to give them a, a focus. We're going to take ugly Christmas tree. And Scott, you have a C in your name, so I'm going to go ahead and begin with the letter C for these two. Okay. Can we get that Christmas tree over there? Daughter of mine, you know that not just any tree will be fit for my hall this Christmas Eve. Eventually, I want a Christmas tree that I pick out. Forget about that dream. You will have to subsist with the trees that your father and I have chosen. Great grand trees are just so ugly. Harold the Fourth, your great-great-uncle, grew the first tree. Do you know how important this is to our family? I just thought that we could do it like what I wanted just one time. Just thought you could have what you wanted? Oh, my daughter, you are the silliest little baby in our entire family tree. Knights and queens and everything, and you still just don't like me. Let me be clear. It's not that I don't like you. I just think your opinions are a little skewed. Mommy, I, I want the little fat Christmas tree over there. Now, now, why don't you just buy one that's made out of cotton balls? Opening packages of cotton balls makes me cringe, you know that. Popping that plastic is pretty cathartic, actually. That's what I've used for years to help calm my nerves. Quiet, I'm imagining the popping sound now. Really, maybe it's best that I don't take you shopping for our tree next time. Surprisingly, I think that's true. Take this $500 bill and go buy yourself some cotton balls to make your own tree. Under your order, I will buy my own tree. Verily, it must be so that you purchase your own tree. Thus, we can have the tree for the Grand Hall for Christmas Eve for our family. Winter is my favorite time and I finally get to buy my own tree. Xylitol is sometimes found in the leaves of trees. Did you know that, my dear? You're always coming up with the craziest facts. Zoinks, do I love to tell my daughter fun facts about botany. Absolutely, Mom, every time.
baby girl, we should always be together all the time to bond over plant facts. And scene, they made it through all 26 letters of the alphabet. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is being presented by the Warwick Center for the Arts, located next to Warwick City Hall, where amazing artists showcase their artwork year-round in their beautiful gallery, in addition to many exciting classes for children and adults. Before I introduce our guest, I wanted to mention, if you have an idea for a guest, subject matter, comment or question on Warwick Life, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Our guest today is the group from Bring Your Own Improv. They're a local theater group that performs at the Warwick Center for the Arts and entertains people. And I've invited them to talk about what they bring to the show and a little bit about improv. If you guys could introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Daniel Lee White. I am the owner and artistic director of Bring Your Own Improv. Hello, I'm Carolyn Mori. I'm a new cast member at Bring Your Own Improv. Hi, I'm Audrey Dubois, and I'm a director at Bring Your Own Improv. Great. And Daniel, I did mention that they're held at the Warwick Center for the Arts. Would you give us a little more details on when and uh, what types of shows they are? Sure. Uh, Every Friday night, we have both a family-friendly show and a late-night show. The family-friendly shows begin at 7 o'clock. They welcome all ages. It's not just for kids. It's for anybody, but it's clean comedy. And then we have a 9 o'clock show where we get to say everything we wanted to say at the 7 Um, and both shows are a lot of fun to come and check them out every Friday night. And the shows are different. They're not really scripted. So someone may go to the seven and nine and see two completely different shows. Absolutely. Since we take everything from audience suggestions, every single show of ours is going to be different. Um, we don't know the accommodation of the people, the suggestions, how the words play out. Uh, nothing is pre-rehearsed except for our intros And then once uh, this COVID thing has um, subsided a little bit more, we welcome audience participation on stage as well, where if someone would like to volunteer, they would be able to play on stage right along with us. Um, That's a little bit on hold right now. We have a few games that would do that. But once that is uh, in a safer place, then we'll be playing with the audience as well. Uh, Viola Spoolin always said, everyone can act, everyone can improv. And we think that this is a sense of play. We want people to come and play with us. And let's step into the future a little bit of post-COVID. When we say audience participation, what would that actually be? So we explain the games we're going to play, and the audience gets to, if they want to, there's no forced volunteering. They may raise their hand and come up on stage with us. Our team is um, well-versed in dropping our ego and just allowing them uh, to play and, and have fun and we support them to make them look good and you're funny in front of your friends and family and it's a lot of sense a lot of fun in that sense uh, Daniel uh, who is typically your audience who, who would you like to see out there when you look out into the crowd our audience would be someone who wants to have fun someone who wants to play um it could be somebody who's young as five or as old as 105. Uh, we pride ourselves in our family-friendly show, as I said, offering comedy who everyone um, can enjoy. And some parents say we don't have to explain anything to our children on the way home. Um, then again, we have the late-night show where we get to just let loose and, you know, bring it a little blue. Um, I wouldn't say we go over the top, but um, we still have a really good time at both shows. And I think someone would enjoy 
either show. We have a number of people who visit both shows and enjoy both levels of comedy, but it's for somebody who needs a laugh, who wants a laugh, who wants some escape. We don't bring in outside world stuff. We just talk about, you know, the things of life. And I think I would be remiss if I didn't ask each of you, starting with Daniel, I know you were kind of caged up for quite a while with COVID. Uh, can you speak to the release that it's kind of giving you to be back up on stage? Well, I can say this, and I'm very proud of my team for this, is um, almost two weeks after we got into lockdown, the entire team um, went online, and we were doing our shows online. Um, and we ran that for about a year and a half. Uh, and it was hard. It's hard not being right next to each other, not being able to work with each other. But we did it out there, and it was for us. Um, people who watched were like, it's good to have something to look forward to. Um and like I said, I'm very, very proud of my team for that. And then having that moment after being able to spend time with each other to actually do it on stage, it was just heartwarming. I mean, doing this every week is very therapeutic, not in the sense that I expect that from them, but just in the sense that it, it allows you to play. And we all need to remember play. And so getting up there was was wonderful and the people I got to work with for the past year and a half to be back seeing each other um yeah it even makes me a little emotional right now and Audrey the first time you hear people clapping when you're back up on stage um it's fantastic to get that feedback because you know when when you're looking at the little zoom windows half of them aren't on you know and they're all muted so you're not really sure if the jokes are landing but as soon as you get that instantaneous feedback it tells you exactly what you're doing right and what the people want to see more of. And that's so important to keeping the momentum of the show. So, so gratifying, so cathartic. And Carolyn? Yeah, it was, um, it was really hard going through the pandemic and not go getting to do as much of like my passions. Like improv is really one of my passions. So um, it was so nice when we got to just go back because even though I was able to like do a little bit of it online, it's it's just a different experience in getting to be there and like see the audience and feel the people around you. And Carolyn, I understand you have a little bit of a, a story behind how you've gotten to this point before. Yeah, so I started when I was six, just coming and seeing the Bring Your Own Improv shows. Um, it was really nice that I got to come on stage and just like play with adults and um it I remember that the first time my mom took me to a theater show like I she we had to leave because I was trying to jump on the stage so being on a show where I could actually jump on the stage was was really good and um I came back and did the youth collective and that was really nice it like was what got me into improv and um was really easy because it just started with some classes and then you got to do some shows and I felt like I was getting challenged at whatever level I was at, whether I was just starting the youth collective or if I had been there for um, a long time. So that's a tip out there for folks listening, whether it's younger people or parents who think their kids may enjoy something like this. I highly recommend you go to the website and meet with these folks online, talk to them, at bringyourownimprov.com and see what your yourself or your children may be able to get into. And uh, really, it's a good self-expression and release. 
uh, as Daniel says, is a little therapeutic. I, I think you know, getting different concepts from people and, and seeing how comedy can be done and getting the response from the audience it really makes a difference and really helps self-esteem an awful lot as well. Yeah, the uh, youth collective that Carolyn's speaking about is our um, 12 to 18-year-old uh, workshops that we offer. Um, the students do get to come on Fridays, and they go through four weeks of workshops, and then they spend four weeks actually on stage because the only way to get better at improv is to actually do improv. And we call them workshops instead of classes because we work with each student at their level so no student feels left behind. And so the students get a sense of confidence, um, a sense of problem solving and thinking and a chance to make new friends and in Carolyn's case um, a complete passion to pursue improv she has been trained not only with us but has been quite out in the world and trained by a number of different professionals um, and celebrities around uh, the country and uh, we're very proud of her for that and uh, she auditioned and has uh, one of our newest additions to the team so it's it's impressive to be like hey she showed up when she's six and she's now an official cast member and folks I, I do encourage you to take a look at the website these guys do corporate events local companies schools if you just want to as you're getting back to having people in your office or online team building s sessions really trying to let loose whether it's you know post pandemic post um, holiday season, or you're just trying to rev up the crew. These guys are fantastic. I know, Daniel, I, we've toned it down for the conversation here. I mean, you are a very funny guy. Um, I've really tried to keep you in check. And um, folks, you just you have to see this guy in action. Uh, this whole cast is, is really phenomenal. Well, Two, if you'd like to see us in action, maybe you could, um, you want to get involved? You could play with us. That's um, what we do. Yeah, I don't know if I'm that good. Oh, you don't have to be. Don't worry about it. It's it's just a sense of play. You remember you were a child, you played house or war. Yeah. Or did you think about the rules? Did you say, well, I'm not making this soup right or this just, you know, isn't isn't the baseball bad of the dreams? No. You just played. So let's take a chance to play. And it's a game you already heard. We'll play a game of alphabet. Okay. Um, we'll give it a so, shot. So uh, let's say what is something about Rhode Island... Um, Let's say what's well, something about Warwick that you really enjoy. Okay. Always being able to enjoy the seasons between the, the four different seasons. Okay, so let's deal with seasons as our particular thing. Um, Audrey, is there a letter you'd like us to start with? Um, seasons has an N in it. Start with N. Now, now, if you're going to enjoy playing outside in the snow, you need to get your jacket on, Timmy. Only wear my jacket when it's extra cold out. Please, please, put it on nice and tight. Wear your scarf. Quit telling me to wear that scarf. It's ugly. Really? Your great aunt Ethel made that scarf for you, and now you're going to say it's ugly? Oh, she's going to be so upset. <laughs> she should have put the stitches in so they could stay together. Look at it. It's in tatters. Telling her how to knit would be something that would very much upset her. I understand you went to knitting school and got your master's in knitting, but you can't tell her that. Useless master's degree. Who wants a knitter? Very well. You go ahead and, and become a poet or something. That's much more lucrative. Writing just isn't my forte. It doesn't have knitting needles. 
why did you go all the way back to R when you could stay with W? It's a lot of fun. How about... Writing has a W. (laughs) Exactly what I was thinking, that writing has a W. You know what? Spelling is not grandma's suit. You should have given her a dictionary. Zero chance of being able to have her read a dictionary. Have you seen her Coca-Cola glass size glasses? Always losing them, she is. But does she find them eventually? No, we just hide them again. I I can't speak to that. I've done it too many times. Done it so many times you even stepped on them to make it more fun. Easier to find them when they're spread across the house in so many pieces. Find your way outside and enjoy the snow. You're going to have such a good time when you hide Grandma's glasses in the snow till spring. Going outside to hide glasses without my ugly stitch-ridden scarf. How do you bring that scarf up again? She is so upset. She is crying, but you can't see it because there's no glasses to look. I can't help it. I tried tying it to the antenna, but it's a wireless antenna on the car. Just look at you outside trying to tie scarves to wireless antennas. It just looked like you were mocking things in the air. The neighbors were so upset. (laughs) Keeping it real, Dad. Just keeping it real. Look. I may have chosen to be your dad, grandmother, aunt, and friend, but some things are possible in this world, and your success is possible as a stitcher with a master's degree. Maybe I'll just play make-believe. It will all go away. And scene. They made it all the way through the alphabet, skipping X and doing a couple letters twice. It great was job fun. It was yeah fun. that was great we played and didn't have you know strict rules and just had fun folks i assure you the uh two professionals as we heard in the first alphabet was well are much more entertaining than the last two but daniel thank you very much for keeping me going i'm, I'm not gonna take that personally <laughs> <laughs> so folks um bring your own improv I highly encourage you to check them out it's great shows uh, when you come to the Warwick Center for the Arts. Look around at the art, and these guys will keep you uh, laughing and hopefully up on stage at some point soon. Thank you for the Bring Your Own Improv for spending some time with our audience today and sharing insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick, and for those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit. Come visit with Bring Your Own Improv on Friday nights at 7 and 9. Tickets online, and see all we have to offer. And scene. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in and closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. Lastly, don't forget to check out Warwick Center for the Arts at warwickcfa.org. See you next time. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.